Hey there, boys and girls, incredible people of the world. We have, once again, the Culture Crows coming at you international style. We have Stu. Hello. We have Rob. And we have Jeffrey. Hello. And this is James. Uh, we're, we're, truly, <laughs> we're truly international. Like Even though uh, Rob and Stu are, are podcasting from uh, England at the moment, uh, Stu, as you well know, is from Northern England. And Rob is from... I am from T- Toronto, Ontario, Canada. There we go. So this is truly, Canada. truly international. Truly international. We, we've added a country. I, I feel like... Maybe we should start collecting pieces and adding more countries. So, uh, like, I, I know some people from India, like, uh, you know, somebody from Russia, right? Well, oh, I cool. do. We, like, yeah, one of my best friends is from Russia. So, like, may, maybe we can, like, really do like a mosaic of the world and talk. Does that hurt, Jeff? Does that hurt, Jeff? Does yeah. that hurt when, he, when, he, when he calls somebody else's best friend? No. <laughs> Jeff Jeff knows where he where he is in my heart. Does he, Jeff, he, he, Jeff he is a brother? Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's, that's, a chosen that's, brother. that's better. That's better than a best friend, absolutely. It, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So uh Stu. Uh yes. I learned a couple things because we were supposed to meet like an hour ago to oh, Jeff yeah. and me. But what we didn't know is that you guys do your daylight savings time like in two weeks. That's true. That's true. So like we we did our time change thing yesterday and Jeff and I were sitting here like, where the Uh, fuck is Stu? He's never been this late before. I was like, I'll text him. And then you didn't someone trying to figure out. For someone Ah. who is constantly communicating back to North America, I'm, I'm very aware of this. So there is a two-week window that we're um, there's a four-hour difference from where we are to Toronto, and then we go back to a five-hour difference once the, the, wow. the time change happens. So yeah, I guess that's that's where we're we're in we're in our little two-hour interregnum at the and moment. Yeah, we're in the and, window and I, right now. Yes, and I live in Cumbria, so we're about five years behind everybody else anyway. <laughs> oh, but five hours, five years, it's, mm-hmm. it's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Oreo? You have a dog named Oreo. I love that. Oh, it's not. God, you look dead. Don't you just look dead? So, Rob, what has inspired your costume today? Well, James is sort of the dog. I know, man. It's my curtains out of my bedroom. I just threw them on. <laughs> they really are curtains. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, they're, they're vintage 1970s curtains that's been transformed into this marvelous. Oh, wow. Well, that's a great bit of recycling. Looks like one of those called epaulettes mm. on the shoulders. Is that what they're called? Epaulettes. Well, if you keep looking at the um, the the moo for long enough, then you have an ep- an epileptic fit. An epileptic. Yeah. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Shall I just leave and just let you guys get on with dinner? Show yourself out the door, Stu. <laughs> I'll get right, my hat. It, maybe the dog is done. Maybe we can we can hope. Okay, and if I if I have to mute myself, I will to like not have to be to edit as much. Hopefully. Keep giving them peanut butter. 
It is very funny because they're always like, we've all done it. We've all done it. <laughs> I don't think that's not. That's not a... <laughs> no, I, I know what you're both talking about. I've heard now. the stories. <laughs> I've heard the stories. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> excellent. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. like, it's it's actually my father-in-law's dog, and uh, <laughs> the dog's name is Lucy. 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 She she can often be a, a, a bit of a shit, so she we call her Lucifer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I didn't come up with that, even though it was like not natural fit. Okay. Yeah. She's, She's moving away from. She heard us talking shit about her. Was it <laughs> what? what? I, I had a cat named Lucy. We all, all my cats have been named after Charlie Brown characters. Nice. Ah. So, so at the moment we have um, Linus, Franklin, and Schroeder. Very, the, very good. Charlie and Lucy, God rest their souls, are not with us anymore. Oh, that's okay. You know, like this shit. It's uh, yeah. I'm a well, huge peanuts fan. You know, oh, sorry, nuts. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I heard it for a second too. I'm a huge penis fan. I was like, what? No, well, well, maybe that too. But. I'm gonna say like, mutually exclusive. I don't think so. <laughs> so, well, we've got we've got good balance to dinner. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. true. Mm. Hey, okay, uh, gentlemen, let's get so let's right. uh, strike while the iron's hot here. So. I, Ladies and gentlemen, Culture Crows present our top dinner guest. And uh, we actually toyed with the idea of actually cooking a meal, uh, which one of us actually may or may not have done, but the other three of us are not that um, industrious, I should say. And we, we did not do that. Of course, I'm not even at, at my house at the moment, so that would be weird as well. Besides, I'd have to find a place to buy elk. Ooh. Oh, is that where you would eat? This is one of the courses. All right. You know what? I took a completely different approach to mine. Uh, anyway, so Jeff Jeff and I were talking about this, too, while, while we were waiting, because, mm-hmm. you know, once we figured out that we had not quite uh, daylight savings time over there yet, um, we, we were talking, like, like this is a question that people ask, like, if you could have dinner with any one person ever. Who would it be? And you know, you, you get. Like, do you remember? Do you remember my answer? Do you remember my initial answer? It was very sweet. Jesus Christ! I know you want to have no you have dinner with Jesus. I I said <laughs> I said it'd be nice to have dinner with you guys right now. Oh, oh. That's, that's, that's right. It's like hey, hey. that'd be nice. Right, right. But if, you, if you invite Jesus, all you're going to get is bread and wine. It's a bit of a boring meal, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. He does do the whole fish and loaves thing. He does do fish. Okay, so we'll have fish on. Yeah, that'll, I'll, that'll do. The what about after, taking of the herbs of the field? The show afterwards quite a thing, apparently. So. The what? The show afterwards. Oh. Because, well, you know, he'd be doing some miracles and... Uh, yeah, the last supper thing. Oh, that, costs, you know, it's that yeah. would be something to behold for sure. And rising anyway, again, it'd be like, uh, yeah, like Saw live. Oh. It would be like Saw live. Yeah, I like that. Oh my <laughs> no, god, I like no, that. Like, no, thank you. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> Stu, you, this was actually your your idea, mm. 
and of course i've always been curious about this kind of thing and you know i'm a big history guy anyway uh and it, it was funny because and and narrowing down my i couldn't i i only settled on my person like an hour like an hour before jeff jeff and yeah. i got on here and it's because it kept going like oh my god would i do something yeah. modern would i even have anything to talk about oh my god and then like my biggest thing is about like they say don't meet your heroes so like i didn't want ultimately i chose i chose somebody i would i would think that would be cool to meet but i wouldn't necessarily consider him a hero just in case he turns out to be a dick yeah and you've also <laughs> got to you gotta have dinner with him as well that's true yeah. i'm like i mean you have to have stuff to talk about i'm like uh okay yeah. okay so are you guys ready are you ready yeah, for yeah. this yeah. ready ready shablam Ooh, okay. like, ooh, nice one, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Wow, that's cool. Whoa. Oh, all right. My uh, minds are freaking out. Stu, you got your guy. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your you, – you called it a starter. Do yeah. you guys not call them appetizers? Uh, only if, if I'm on holiday, perhaps, might call it an appetizer. But generally, because it's a starter. I, I'm not an appetizer. Yeah. You, okay, so like if I hear the word starter at a restaurant, yeah. I would think I'm at like one of those uh like have you ever seen the movie Office Space? Yeah. The, the, the people are wearing their, their flair. Like, What's your starter today? I'm like, <laughs> I don't want the tater skins, okay? <laughs> just, just give me the fucking bowl of chili. I'm uh, yeah. uh, uh, okay. Um Good so film. there you go. Um Stu, yes. What is your starter appetizer? And mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll get the conversation going. I think for my my starter, I would like to have antipasti. I love a bit of antipasti. Oh, so some meat, meats and olives okay. and almonds and cheeses, and we can all share. It's a good thing to kind of like get everybody initially just chilled and relaxed. Are, are we kind of like a charcuterie board? Uh. It's an Italian thing, so generally it's like yeah. So basically, they bring out a big board of okay. che- cheeses and meats and almonds and olives. And I'm not anti pasta. I'm pro pasta. <laughs> no, not pasta, pasti, anti pasti. Oh. Uh, I like I like pasties too. <laughs> I like the Cornish kind. Yeah, Cornish pasties. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, so basically, it's a sharing platter of, of meats and cheeses and olives, and because uh, I'm just a bit of a snob, really. <laughs> I, Wait, no, you're an eccentric. You're, you're eccentric. Well, I was just you're, looking you're through, through my, my list of um, everything which, are, which I've got on my for my dinner here, and I've looked back and I'm going, well, I was brought, brought up a very working-class sort of lad, but I don't think that's a world I was born to be in. <laughs> According to my menu, I'm a, I'm, I'm a right Listen, snob. <laughs> you've advanced in your life, and you're ready to break some bread with Robin Williams, okay? Absolutely. Like it's a it's a once in a not lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, Robin Williams tier. You you've uh, served your your antipasti charcuterie and you are breaking bread with Robin Williams. What's the first thing you say to him after you've invited him in? After you've taken his coat, you sit him down. Oh. What do you say? 
the first thing, well, I'd have you'd have to break the ice and you so just you wouldn't start off on a big question. Well, no, no, like I mean, you've already done the the nice you know, the niceties where you come in. Okay, I definitely have to break the, the ice. Rack, we've, yes. we've, we've, we've already done so. What you've been you've up to this week? How are you doing? Yes, yeah, yes, we've done all all that. So I, I suppose the first thing I would say was, how do you do it? Like the the magic that you on stage, you managed to just to get hold of a thing, you got to get a theme, uh, and you run with it, and it just seems to go off in all these different tangents and directions, and you take everybody with you, uh, and everybody's following you, and and we're, we're all kind of relating at the same time, and it all seems totally effortless, and then we've look, I look back on your shows, and and there's obviously there's some of it scripted, but there's this improvised sort of spirit. How on earth do you do that? I know part of the story. Okay. When he was in high school, he would take a, a nail brush and he would paint LSD on his on his nails, and then he would just <laughs> in class. Really? Just kind of <laughs> on his was, nails. Or just sit and trip out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, I had no idea. Yeah, there's an interview where he talks about it. <laughs> Oh, cool! I mean, see, there's so many different levels to Robin Williams about his life, and it's it's, it's only I would just watched uh, the documentary Robin's Wish a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it's unbelievable. about trying to find out about the end of his life and what happened to his brain, and so for, for somebody to go from having such a lively, energetic sort of like mind, which goes all over the shop, for, and, and I don't know, could the drugs helped in the long run, or was it did it really just fuck him up? Over a long what happened to time. what happened to his brain in the long run? He had a um, a form of Parkinson's disease. Oh, that's right. Uh, I remember reading something a while ago. I didn't see. I didn't know about the LSD LSD thing either. But they say if you've done LSD enough times, that it does uh, cause some sort of brain issue later on. So yeah, I wonder if that is related. Is it something called uh, lupin something or? Uh, uh, so yeah, so basically, is 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 so yeah, it was just a form. It's not dementia, but it's a form of Parkinson's. So yeah, it's watch the documentary Robin's Wish. It's unbelievable. It's it's, it's incredible because everything. Well, because there's still even after the documentary, there's this thing that people are like he was so depressed and he killed himself and did it. well, he killed himself because part of the the Parkinson's thing and part of the Lupin's thing is that you end up doubting yourself and you end up having suicidal thoughts and it's the disease of the parkinson's which is making the brain do that and it's not to do with depression it's to do with the parkinson's i didn't know that yeah it's it's yeah so everybody's like oh he was all depressed and he was and uh when he was back and he was drinking and drugs again he wasn't he was meditating with his wife for really so and so it was just this thing which made him circle 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 so so obviously i wouldn't have i'd like to if i was having dinner, dinner with robin williams you're probably somewhere after the drugs and before the Parkinson's, mm. <laughs> the sweet Mrs. Doubtfire, that sweet spot. <laughs> nice, I love nice. Mrs. Doubtfire. It's yeah. all right. So wait, wait, wait. So uh, Jeffrey, Stu, Rob, I want your favorite Robin Williams movies. Go. Oh, jeez. For the ooh, what dreams may come is probably number one. Oh, that's a te- that's really, a te- that's, that's a tearjerker, man. That, that's yeah. It's definitely a Dead Poets Society for me. Dead Poets Society for me as well, sir. Yeah. Oh, man. Definitely. I actually really like The Birdcage. 
Oh, great. He's very good. He does play a camp man very well. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so I also the the picture I chose looks like it's like Good Morning Vietnam era. Yes, it does. Which like I I rewatched that probably about five or six months ago, and we used <laughs> to watch like that together. I didn't like it as well because you find out that this uh, Adrian Cronauer was like this big Trump supporter or something like that. I'm just like, oh fuck this guy. Oh god. Guy. Never mind. I don't like no. this movie anymore. <laughs> but but well, it's hard the to separate guy. that. And the the other thing about having Robin as as my guest is, um, well, it's nice to have dinner with somebody you find extremely attractive. It's just it's. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It's just because I really have a, I've had a massive crush on Robin Williams for years, and there's nothing that I find more sexy than a funny guy. It's just one of the things. Nice. All right, Jeffrey, you're up. Let's see. So I my prelude question is, what's your real name? Because his name isn't, is, as cool as it is, his name isn't Iceman. Okay, so we, we, we have to set this up. Are you are you having dinner with him in his time? Are we assuming that we all have like a Wayback Machine slash TARDIS, whatever? I'm, I'm, and... sna- I'm snatching his ass to the future. Okay, you're snatching hey. his ass to the, to the present. And you have a way to commute. You've, you've taught him English, I, I presume. Translator microbes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Pars- you have a way. Style. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure we have the context. Go. Um, so I'd ask him what his real name is because, you know, I'm not going to call him Otsi because he's going to be like, what the hell is that? Um, my first course double bacon elk burger with cheese and french fries. Damn. Damn. Have you ever had an elk burger? They are no. delicious. Um, they're pretty good. I, I have. I have. It sounds like it's something from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh no, that's oh, an orc. Bro, <laughs> oh yes, orc. No, no, no orc burgers. Elk, elk. <laughs> Used to get them at a place called Lunkers, but they went out of business. Oh, wow. Oh, that place went out of business. Okay. Do you ever that's go to Lunkers? No, but I, I remember hearing about it. Wasn't it? He- in Edwardsburg? It was in Indiana somewhere. Indiana, okay. And you could oh, get sorry, ostrich, we're going way back. You get ostrich burgers and elk burgers and buffalo burgers. Well, oh, I mean, I know we're still you can still get that stuff here. Well, and where we live in Tampa. Okay, um that that's it. So you just say, Hey dude, what's your name? Oh no, that's the prelim. I have to get to know his name. Oh, and then I, I, I basically went with two questions per course. Okay, so question one, question one. So, how was your flight? Oh my god! <laughs> okay, does he probably thinks you're a wizard now? <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't shit myself too many times. Okay. Uh, second question: Who taught you how to smelt and work with copper? Because he's very famous for you know having a copper axe, you know, Ooh. and they could also tell that he did actually work with the copper because his uh, hair had a lot of traces of arsenic in them. And that's one of the byproducts of smelting copper is arsenic. Interesting. So he was an important man. Ooh. He was a he was a smith. Yes. Cool. All right, um, Rob. I have to tell. I, I'm actually pretty interested in your choice. So. Uh, I, go can ahead. I, can I just add something about uh, Outsey? Abs- absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I think he's credited as the first dabber. He was dabbing. Oh. oh. <laughs> if, if, if you Google an image of this guy, you will see he's dabbing. So, oh wow! And, oh my god! Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. He's yes. Well, what a, that's true. That. 
<laughs> awesome. So, so I don't know who I don't know who he is. Um, well, this, yeah, we should we should get the background for that one, Jeff. Go go uh, ahead. He, uh, do you remember that that uh, guy who was found in the glacier uh, in the Alps? You know, in the nineties, I think it was. He's on the Italian. He's actually on the Italian yeah. side, yeah. but like somebody was hiking from the like the Swiss side uh-huh. and yeah. found because like he's he's right there on the actual the national international border. They thought it was just somebody who died a few years ago, and it turns out it was around five thousand three hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Looks that's why he looks. That's why the picture recreation of him looks so gnarly because you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think what was really cool about him was that he has been mummified because of the cold conditions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That was up on. Yeah. Well, that's oh, why cool. that's part of the reason why I chose the elk burgers. Cause they, in his, in his stomach, they found einkorn, uh, red deer and Ibex meat and, um, a big, a bunch of Ibex fat. Right. 46% of his stomach contacts were made up of animal fat residues. Wow. That's <laughs> very cool. That's very cool. Which they think is like might not have been his normal diet because right. he was going because he was making a trip through the mountains and you know part of the re- part of the way they st- stayed warm back then is by eating a lot of fat. Right. Mm. And it, why why did he die there? Cholesterol. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna. He did have because oh, I actually have it and one of the, have the recreation of one of the pictures. So. Uh, oh yeah. It, it, they actually found a lot of plaque in his arteries to actually tell the Oh, yeah. I think I remember reading about that. Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, Rob, you're up. Tori Amos. Yeah, Tori. Oh, my God. Are you a huge fan? Oh, my God. Yeah. Are, would you be called a super fan? I am a Tori fan. Yes. I, okay. I am. Um, yeah, it all go, goes back to about 1991 when. Um, I had I was at uni in like northern Ontario in this city called Sudbury, and my no, friend, and my my friend called me from Windsor, Ontario. He said, "Now in Canada, our version of MTV was uh, Much Music," and um, he said, "Oh, turn on Much Music! You gotta see this. You know this girl playing piano. She's like amazing. I'm a piano player, and I played in bands for many years." So. Coincidence. And yeah, yeah, and he said, "Oh, you got to see this girl playing. She's alive right now on Much Music." So I turned it on, and my jaw just hit the ground, and I was like mesmerized. It's it's it hasn't stopped. I have been in love with this woman for uh, you know how many decades now? You know, three going on three decades. She is um, just a force of nature this musician, this artist. Um, she was one of, uh, she was signed to Diva Records, which only a handful of women have been signed to, such as Aretha Franklin, um, trying to think who else, like it's Madonna, like these. Whitney, like, Whitney Houston? Whitney Houston, possibly. I, I don't know. There's, um, I'm thinking more old school. She's uh, anyway, she's um, yeah, she's definitely up there. I love everything she's ever created. She's yeah. And uh, her relationship to music and her relationship to um, to her muses, you know, she calls them her muses um, and uh, how she writes music, her creative process. It's yes. As a, as a creative person and someone who writes music, 
I find incredibly inspiring. So yeah, Tori. Well, I don't know about the, I, I, I don't think Jeff would, is much of a fan. Was she okay. the um, I don't really know about too many things. I know what I know. If you no, know that's, what I mean, that's, yeah. that's the wrong one. Crap. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Franco or something like Anita Franco. Give me some Flake Girl was probably pretty big back That's then. The big, yeah. Give me give me some lyrics from her. Uh ever been a cornflake girl. Thought oh, you would do silent all these years. Rob, is it piano years? That's another good one. That's, a, uh, that's one of my favorites. Rob, is it Rob, I know I've heard on? some of her songs. I just can't yeah. remember right now. Yeah, she's she's not uh, she's not like mainstream. She's definitely not mainstream. She mm. never has been. I used to watch VH1. She's definitely got a cult following. Like I mean, I would say she's like I mean she's pretty big. I mean, yeah, I, she's huge. I, I, I was a big a huge Tory fan for like you know 10, 15 years. Yeah. I think I think the last album I bought from her was Beekeeper. And I kind of just like, my interest waned a little bit, but I like she's still near and dear to my heart from like the nineties up through I guess whenever BK what, 2006, 2007. I I, I have to admit her early stuff. I think which probably because I'm biased and it's more my formative years. I think. Right. Well, I mean, me too. Me too. I think. Uh, I think. All right. So, what's your favorite Tory song? Uh, probably "Icicle," "Icicle," Ooh. "God." Uh. Pretty good year. So, are you oh, a, uh, under oh. the pink? Is your favorite album? Under the pink, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. what if God was one really? of us? No, that's no, that's no, 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 Jeff. We God damn it, oh. Jeff. I could God it. damn it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that that's our catchphrase, Rob. At some point, you have to say God damn it, Rob, Jeff. This oh, was me doing God damn it, Jeff. Let me play a little bit of Tori. Yes, yes. All right. Shit, I lost my tent. No, wait, there it is. <laughs> All right. I did that. Um, this um where's my pedal? Where's my pedal? Um this is um pretty good year, Tori Amos. Yay. Can you hear that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Tears on the sleeve of a man. Don't wanna be a boy today He heard the eternal footman He bought himself a bike to race And Greg, he writes letters And burns the CDs He said you were something In those formative years Hold on to nothing as fast as you can. Well, I could go on, but I won't. Uh, Stu, this is brings yeah. up the question: Why the fuck have you never serenaded us, sir? Because <laughs> I'm not as good as Rob. Yes, you that, is that what it is? Oh my god. It's all a lie. It's a charade. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, Actually, wow. no, Rob, that was good. This is this is Rob that I play with in, in the my other side project. This is uh, we are two thirds of Big Boys Camp. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's okay. I saw you post something about that. That's right. That's right. 
Uh, okay. Um, no, if, I, if, we're, if we're talking niche musical genres, then we've got it covered. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely, a, as far as albums go, I'm definitely a Pele guy. Like that, oh man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that track one to the end, I love so, everything. The soccer player? Pele? Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Pele, but the, the, the Hawaiian mountain. That oh was, yeah, yeah. Males were sacrificed to this mountain, you know, that... Uh, yeah. Just just because she's called Tori, it doesn't mean she votes conservative. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's exactly. true. And she's big, she's a big fan. She's big uh fan and friends with Neil Gaiman as well. Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, what's your question, Rob? Yeah. What's my question? What would you ask Tori Amos in your kitchen as she stands there drinking her Cup of water, goblet Wait, of wine. Did, did we do the first course? What's what was the first course? Oh yeah, what's what's your uh, your appetizer? Oh, what's my appetizer? Yeah. Oh, bruschetta. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, nice, fancy. I have uh, my two favorite cuisines on the planet. Uh, it's got to be Italian first. Hmm. I just have a thing for Italian food. Um, even though I grew up French Canadian, but anyway, don't tell my nan about that. Um, poutine. Poutine. Oh, poutine. Have you had poutine? No, I haven't actually. I have. I had poutine yesterday, but it was in Tennessee. So it was mostly gravy. Right. Mostly (laughs) gravy. Probably like cheddar cheese instead of cheese curd. It was actually cheese sauce. (laughs) So it wasn't even real cheese. It's the... Safe chemical stuff. Oh my god. He's like a sea. What do you want? Sacrage. You're making my muppet hair. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't do it. But so what's your question to her then? What's your Tory? Yes. Um while you're nibbling your bruschetta. While we're nibbling bruschetta, I would say, Tori, where you know how do you tap into your muses? Like where where do you go to tap your muses? How do you find it? You know, because she's got this com- this relationship. It's more than just you know being being a creative person. She sees it as a narrative where she connects with something quite spiritual, and they come to her, and she sees them in that way. And they're all women. Her her narratives are quite feminine. Uh, her instruments or pianos and stuff she plays on, she sees them as some sort of divine conduit, almost in this sort of Wiccan, sort of a witchy sort of way, which mm. I love. I always she thought that she has music good. was one of the uh, only only magics that actually exists, like music, literature, yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. can affect us internally yeah. without. Yeah. That's magic. So I, I would ask her where that comes from. How does she evoke this? How does she, you know, how how does she tap this energy? So that's what I would do. I, I think that's that's a pretty good one. That's pretty mm. good. All right, uh, gentlemen, I guess I'll go ahead and, and go to mine. And I have to admit, I did not choose my person until like, you know, a little while before. And uh, I kept going back and forth between like three different people. Uh, one of my my individuals was john houston and and, uh, i don't know if you guys know who john houston is didn't he do home alone 
I joke you. I joke you. I was I thinking thought, John Hughes too. <laughs> that's at least close to like the what. That's the thing. So I'm like, oh man, John Houston would be great, but nobody will know who he is. He he is a, he's famous for being like a movie director during Hollywood's golden age. Oh. Uh, he's Angelica Houston's dad. What? Wow. Uh, Jeffrey. He also voices Gandalf in oh, okay. the Hobbit cartoon. Oh, cool. Lord of the Rings, 1977. I swear I'm not farting right now. <laughs> it's the dog. Okay. Uh, yeah, John Houston, he I mean, he's an Oscar-winning director. He he uh he did Maltese Falcon from like way back. So like he's got some street cred, and I think he would have been like great to like pick his brain about the golden age of Hollywood and the people he worked with, and I bet he would have great stories. But when it came down to it. I think Marcus Aurelius is my guy because mm-hmm. uh, I, I would absolutely be interested in, in some of the things he had to say. And like I said, you don't want to meet your hero. So like if he turned out to be a dick, I'd be like, hey, you know, he's Marcus Aurelius. And he's in your genealogy. He's a busy guy. He's say in, what? He's in your genealogy as well. Oh, yes. Uh, so a few years ago, I actually uh, was able to trace my my lineage back to and even a little bit further back than Marcus Aurelius, he's my my fiftieth grandfather. So like, there's some sort. Yeah, that's wow. That, that's actually part of my question is uh, like, do you, would you have imagined your lineage carrying? I mean, okay, if you do the math of that, which I did a few years ago, so okay, so if you go back fifty generations, you have about twenty five hundred ancestors. And if you, you know, obviously male, female for, you know, so like half that. So I, I would have X amount of grandfathers going back that far, but to think that like your, your line would carry on for so many generations. I was like, what, what would you, what would you think about that? Because obviously I'm not the only one. I'm, I'm one of thousands of, that this guy would have. And that's I- just true. So is that your first question? Yeah, as it like I'm saying, what what do you think about you know not only is your your physical lineage carrying on, but in terms of his intellectual legacy, like he he, Stoic philosophy is very popular, and what the Marcus Aurelius's meditations is consistently in the top ten, top twenty philosophical books ever and like sold every year and it's one of the best sellers of, of all time His, well, i think he'd find so it, the, i think he'd find it interesting that you know you studied history philosophy and latin, latin. yeah so i think he'd find that pretty interesting sorry Stu, what were you gonna say just that the the range of and, and the people that he's influenced over the years to this day i i, I think it was about a year ago i saw a thing on youtube uh, about Marcus Aurelius's teachings and how to sort of have a better mindset and things. And every single night, I do one of it, one of the things which Marcus would do every single night is basically you can so you go through your mind and think about all the good things which happened in the day, and you sort of it's a, a, a journal. A lot of, so so you can basically kind of so the gratefulness side right. of things. So, so yeah, so um, so his teachings. Still, still are getting used all this time later. I'd love and to know. Stoic, yeah, Stoic philosophy is huge right now, and he's yeah. kind of at the the forefront of that. So it's. Oh. 
damn dog. <laughs> Lucifer. I'm sure I'm sure they've got guns in Tennessee. You can find one somewhere. <laughs> I brought I brought mine with me. Got <laughs> the damn dog up. <laughs> anyway, should we move on? <laughs> oh, he's wait, what, what what food? What food? We can't hear you, James. We can't hear you. All right. Are you ready for this? What, I'm what serving food? Marcus Aurelius nachos. <laughs> I just thought mine was lowbrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving Marcus. Okay, first of all, Roman cuisine is disgusting. All right. <laughs> I've read the old cookbooks. Yeah. It's all gross. Yeah. <laughs> so really I'm giving Marcus Aurelius some Mexican food to start off with in the form of nachos any toppings there uh ground beef some guacamole sour cream some pico not gonna serve them wolf's nipple chips no i might even throw in some of that like they they have that uh the brisket type stuff they put on there oh Hmm. of course that was the restaurant i went to in california but whatever okay all right we're moving on we're moving on okay uh so i i put myself up again here so marcus aurelius this is our main dish, all right? Yes. I'm staying with, like, what kind of food? Okay, so speaking of putting, let's see, on a plane and thinking you're a wizard, okay? I want Marcus Aurelius to think I'm a food wizard. And I'm going to serve him Chicago-style pizza. <laughs> Eat pan. You've already you've, you've you've already carved him up already. He's not going to shit for a week. I'm okay with that. It's worth the pain, Stuart. <laughs> it's a pain I can't relate to. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Chicago, like he's just going to he's going to bite into that, and he 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 will enter. He'll probably have to stop eating after one bite. That you know, Italian. Right? It's Italian, too much it's, pleasure. It's, it's too, too much. much Italians don't like American pizza. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying Chicago style because it's better. Ooh. <laughs> I got a place, I went to a place with a bunch of writing on the wall. What we need sometime? I can't remember why or when. Wait, what? Uh, what? Didn't we go to that place in Chicago that with the deep dish and the writing on the wall? I don't remember. Like, everyone signs their name on the wall. Uh like Ed DeBevix, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think we went there sometime for some reason. I don't remember this, but that doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> uh, all I know is like, oh, wait, so Rob, you love the Chicago style as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I love uh, it. Yeah, I you, love you know what? I, I think if you were trying to help him broaden his horizons, I think he'd be open to that. You know, he seems to be I, a character that would be open to that. Why not? Well, I mean, want, like, he'd want anchovies, though. Oh, yeah, actually, he's so I would be with them on that because he's used to garum. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I'm allergic to fish, so I couldn't actually do That's that. That's true, but you know, okay. Um, Rob, you're up, Tori. You're, you're sitting down for your main dish, which consists yeah, of, yeah, you know what? This is totally, um, you know, I'm going to take this in a new direction, I think. Um, uh, it's probably welcome at this point, okay. Um I was sticking with an Italian theme, but I'm going to uh, sort of diverge from that. Uh, I'm going Korean. 
You know, she, I think Tori is, uh, would enjoy a nice Bieber. You, you have much more to impress with Tori Amos, I think. With Marcus Aurelius, he's eating shit all of his life. Yeah, he's like, eating shit all of his life. Tori has, you know, she, she's a bit of a sophisticated palate. She's sophisticated, yeah. And I so, would have to raise the bar a bit. And okay. What, what is it you haven't, sorry, I've, I missed yeah. it. Is it Korean something? Yeah, so I'd probably... I'd probably uh, give her some bibimbap and some sondu bujige, as they call it. Um, it's uh, basically a stew that you take a spoonful of rice and you you dip it into this broth and you eat it, and it's like it, um, absolutely wholesome and spicy and hot and gorgeous, and you know just sticks to your ribs. It's lovely. What's it made of? Well, it's uh, vegetables. And it's made with kimchi and a bunch of other uh, like stewed vegetables. It tends to be quite hot. Um, oh and it's kind of broth, like a broth. Yeah. And then you like a, a stew. It's like a stew. Yeah. And then mouthful of stew. So you take a big scoop of that with your spoon. Yeah. You take it into another bowl and you scoop some rice. So you have rice and the stew in one mouthful, and then you put it in your mouth and then you eat it. And and it's sort I'm, of. I mean, I'm interested. Oh yeah, mm. it's gorgeous. It's lovely. Okay. Um, she, she's just kind of got a whole like it seemed to me a vegan vibe going on. Well, you I know. don't know that much about Tori Amos. Do it she would seem like it? Yeah. I I do know she has a personal chef, but I won't hold that against her. No, so, uh, you know, if you're well, going to look you the can gorgeous, have one, you'd want you one. Need yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You might be making me nachos and Chicago style pizza, but yeah, I want one. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. nachos. So, um, yeah, yeah. Can I, can I just going to come back to something for a minute, James? Do it. Uh, yes, please. Because that's what, we forgot to mention this when when we have our respective dinners. You're all there, so if you want to ask oh, yeah. somebody a question, you you go right ahead. I'm going to say this. Okay. I used to, I lived in South Korea for two years, and uh, when I was there, I came across a couple Korean people that had lived in Mexico for uh, eleven years. They had come back to Korea and they opened up a Mexican restaurant. And um, honest to God, the the Mexican food I, was such a welcome sort of uh, cuisine. I was so happy. To have that. And when you were talking about, you know, Marcus and what, you know, if he would, you know, appreciate this, I thought, you know what? I was so grateful to have that Mexican food in South Korea. You know, yeah. it was just, yeah. it was so good. And yeah, yeah, wouldn't trade it for the world. I don't yes. know if it was the best, but it was the best to me because because of the environment. So yeah, there's yeah. a Mexican uh, Asian fusion place near Bush Gardens. Actually, where's Bush Garden? Tampa. Oh, Tampa, Florida. Cool. The, I, actually, I went past the place. Uh, not. God damn it. <laughs> it's okay. We should take that dog to Korea. They, they can do something with it. <laughs> they can do something for us there. Serve that up to Tori. <laughs> Careful now. Careful now. You're bordering on that. Do you know they only eat a certain kind of dog? They don't eat all dogs. No, I didn't think so. But I, they, there's a, there's definitely do a they thing. eat sharp place Because I have one. They're welcome to. In the uh, in the mountains, 
they 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 turn the 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 meat of the dog into a jerky and they use it they eat it like a beef jerky um and it's kind of a treat like when you're hiking in the mountains and stuff i'm never buying korean beef jerky thank you thank (laughs) you for that when i was driving through alabama yesterday i did see camel jerky so i'm like okay all right i i I will put pretty much put anything in my mouth (laughs) then about you <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Oh, oh could, um, so Tom, you you put move away from, from your mic. face a little bit. Yeah, a little loud. Sorry, Jay. Didn't hear that. What was that? God damn it! Just punch him. Punch him right in the face. <laughs> Does it have nards? <laughs> Sadly, no. Um, so what? Wolf, Wolfman has nerds. What I was saying, uh, Rob, is what was your question? Your second question for to what do you talk about as you consume your your uh, Korean stew? With Tori Amos. Yes. What's your second um, question? Do you have a second question? Do you know? Uh, I do you know what? It, I, that's a good question. You, I'll you, go ahead. I'll go and give you one. But yeah. This is what I. This is because you know I'm I'm a pretty cat. Like I'm a casual fan of Tori Amos, so I would want to know of her. You know her which which not both which album she feels the most affinity for personally, yeah. and which song. She, I mean, I know they're probably all her babies and blah blah blah. But like, which song would she view as the most important song she's written? Yeah, you know what, James? I think this comes back to something you said earlier. I think if 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 you um, if you don't want the answer, don't ask the question because I think what ends up happening is she's it's going to be her latest stuff, you know, and. Um, it, but it's just between you guys, though. Like you're you're not from the press. I mean, let's let's say she would give the honest answer. Sure. Would you not want to know? Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay. But but I think you know, as a human being, I would be afraid. I would be really truly afraid that she would say it for latest stuff. Uh, only because, and you know what? The, there are stuff I like, and I will admit. But I think she's evolved beyond something where I'm at with her music. So, and I think that's really important. And every, everyone's got to be in that place. Like, I mean, she's gone off and had kids. She has a relationship. She moved to Cornwall, England, and she's, her husband owns a big music studio there. And, you know, she's raised, you know, a girl and, you know, um, mm. and her music on her last few albums has all been, a, has been a, all about that where I think as a gay man coming out, you know, her early albums really speak to me, you know, really. And I would be afraid that she would say something that would disappoint me. Really? Well, you know, I, I, I don't, yeah, I would. Yeah. I'll be honest. I think as a, yeah, I, I need her to be what she was and I'll admit that. And, uh, okay. and, I, and I, I'm being honest, you know, um, I think I like 
I like some of the stuff she's done since, but I'm I'm not crazy about the direction she went in. Right. So, I, I definitely don't ask like her what her least favorite song was. Uh, yeah. 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 Probably, I, probably one one to do with Trent Reznor. I would love to. I would love to. Oh, the Trent Reznor stuff is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love to talk well. to her about her early career. I would love to talk to her about you know um her formative years as a musician she she had an album called why can't tori read yeah her first commercial that was like her demo stuff right that was her demo stuff and it was you know dictated to her by um by the record companies and blah 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 and she sold out and she hated it she didn't like it and she then uh, came up with little, little earthquakes after that which was more well, her own nature fantastic album you know so what'd you mean about trent reznor they did they, they had a thing and she, he actually sings and does stuff on one of her albums yeah yeah, yeah. interesting well like they, had, they, were, they had a thing they were to, did they, like, they were together, together. really yeah. uh, for, for wow. a for yeah yeah early in her career yeah yep. so, so did, uh, so t- you, you, did you tell me that tory got nine inches <laughs> I am. Maybe she only got seven and a half. Oh my god, <laughs> that was better than I was thinking. I was thinking she's got a thing. They put the things together. No. Guys, you gotta love the British humor. Stu is always able to like go. That's where- why he's honing that stand-up skill. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I have that wit. All right, Stu, you're up. Robin Williams. What are you serving him? And what do you talk about? I am serving Robin. Oh, right. This is going to be well controversial, and I'm probably going to get hate mail. Uh, but luckily, I said Chicago style pizza. So, like, come on, <laughs> <I'm> fucking nachos. <laughs> this, no, this is yeah. Vegans hate me. I, I want. I would like to have because this is this is dinner. This is dinner with Robin Williams. So, and for, for the sort of food that I eat now, because I'm basically low carb diet. So this is my fantasy dinner. Um, I'm going to veal steak. Baby yeah. Oh, vi- All right. Veal steak. I'm, veal, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not finished. Delicious. <laughs> so veal steak with truffle fries, and an armagnac cream with the side vegetables drenched in butter. Oh. Just oh. poncy twat. I am. A po- <laughs> am I not an absolute ponce? <laughs> poncy twat. I don't know so, what that means. That's why I love you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a bit of a snob. Okay. Is that, is that Ponzi? A Ponzi. I'm a Ponzi. Yeah, yes. very. Um, Which is very different to nonce. Sorry, I, I, yeah, I have to translate. I, a Ponzi is kind of like a fop, right? If you're Ponzi, kind you're of kind of like a, um, very uppity. Okay. Snobby. Oh. And there's oh, Who do you think you are, Stu? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's just I like it. It's it's a sort of it's a well. You did introduce us to the smoking hats. I did introduce them to the smoking. Yeah. Hats. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. The, 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 uh, I should have brought mine. But and you would never have thought I was brought up a working class lad from Ben. Basically, where I come from, the the one of the favorite foods of Newcastle uh, is called peas pudding, oh. and it is fire. It's not a pudding at all. Peas pudding it's, hot, peas pudding cold. And cold. Peas yes. pudding in a pot three days old. So, well, oh my goodness. That, 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 how did it get to you, Jeff? <laughs> That's incredible. I know, so, I know weird is, shit. 
<laughs> yeah, that is, but that's from my that's from uh, from my hometown, uh, and it's just and it's horrible. So basically, peas pudding and saveloy is one of my um, the region of my where I'm from. It's a, one of the dishes, and saveloy is a, a red sausage which is basically just full of crap. It's horrible, and peas pudding is um, like le- sort of like lentils. Um, but all boiled up and cooled down and um mushed and, and, mushed and it's and gray and gray. vile. Cooked, cooked to the it's gray? It's gray. gray. It's gray. It is You're gray. not supposed to eat gray things. It's, like, no, it's cooked until it becomes a paste, right? Yeah. And it's just nasty. But anyway, wow. so um so you would never think that is the sort of that's the food I was sort of brought up on. And it, uh, I just, even back then, I was like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> where's the veal, woman? Where's the, where's the veal? <laughs> so what, what do you talk about with Robin Williams, too? Uh, my second question is because uh, there was a quite a long period of time, and Robin talked about it in the stand-up quite a lot, where he just get really, really fucked up and do some, like, really just some, some bad shit and end up in, like, on, a, on the hood of a car, kind of just being like, damn, I don't know what I did last night, but I got somebody's cock in my ass, or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically, so my question to Robin is, like, what is the most fucked up thing that you can remember? Because I mean, the stuff he's already told the public. Yeah, I want to. I want to know because I mean, that's already juicy. That, that that's juicier than um, Kim Kardashian's bottom uh, after the divorce. I'm really okay. Um, so I'm wanting to know, Robin, what is the most fucked up thing that you've done when you, that you can remember? <laughs> what, well, what if it's like really like heinous? I'm sure I could probably top him. <laughs> Masturbating into the Alfredo sauce at the local Italian place. What? Jeff? Jeff? Salty. All done that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That comes uh, from. If, that comes if from don't, enough, what? If they don't, it doesn't taste right. <laughs> that comes from an episode of. of she uh, comes. Of Raising Hope. Comes from an episode of Raising Hope. Uh, Oh, and there are these snobs that are eating, and and they get all, you know, they get all all uh, ponces ponch. Ah, crap! I can't say it. Um, but they basically walk off, and the one guy's going to try his Alfredo, and the, the waiter goes, "Don't try the Alfredo sauce." And he's like, "Why?" Because I am Alfredo. Thank <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, very good. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, so Jeff, let's see. He's up. He's dabbing. He's dabbing. Yes. Now you can see what he's talking about. <laughs> All right. My second course, uh, my pulled pork recipe. Oh, you, Jeff makes a mean, a mean smoked pork of, of the shredded pork variety. I don't know if that's with anything. Yeah, yeah. And that's a thing. Okay. It, it's a thing. We know, we know of the thing. We know of the pulled pork. I pulled pork before. You pulled the pork. I pulled the pulled pork. the pork. I pulled my pork. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Alfredo sauce, but you, but you have to do it with forks, so I don't know. Ooh, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, and same thing. I have two questions. I'd give it for... a go. This is this is not this is not any any sort of pulled pork. This is S and M pork. Yeah. So that's a reference to um to a, a British advert. So. Oh. Oh, M S M S pork, darling. Oh. Marks and Spencer. Marks and Spencer. Oh, S and M pork with forks. <laughs> Sorry, that was labored. Carry on. 
Same thing. I have two questions. Um, I love you, Stu. Oh my God, I love you. What's <laughs> your favorite you. mythological story? Because they would be stories that we probably have never heard before because Ooh. it's so old. Um, and the next question is, uh, what do you think of modern technology? And have you been on Pornhub yet? <laughs> oh my God, I live on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like th- They would be like, this dude would be completely, uh, he'd probably never come out of his room again. <laughs> doom, diddle, doom, doom, doom. Oh, <laughs> have you seen the women on there i can't touch them they're so close but yet they are so far away like, they figured like, out though it's like they can't see me right okay <laughs> we've all seen california man we know what happens <laughs> all right so that, that those are your two jeff yeah all right we're moving on uh so you can either do dessert or an after dinner drink um Jeff, you're up again. Oh, what you mean? Um, oh, what you? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, there, oh, there I am. oh, God! Oh, jeez! Um, I, f- I forgot to say. I forgot. Sorry. I'm bringing some wine to the table as well. I brought that at the, at the start of, of the course. meal. See, yeah. So I'm bringing s- Montepulciano oh. d'Abruzzo. Anybody else? Did, um, did you bring a bottle? I don't drink, so I don't drink either. Yeah. Well, I, I don't usually. Usually, yeah. I've been guilty on occasion, as filmed. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Because this is a fantasy meal. I mean, it's, it's true. A, I mean, I'm, I, I don't. I guess I, don't, I should probably try to get him something good. Yeah. Um, I went with like actual like courses, like uh, actual food, not necessarily right. dessert. What? Go for it. Um, third course, uh, my lasagna. Ah. Okay. Um. Uh. And uh, the question would be, you were in, a, in one hell of a fight before you died. Describe oh. the fight and, and why it happened. So Ooh. it shows it here. He was sh- shot in the back. And, uh, oh. You can see it in the picture there. There's an arrow. See, is there like evidence that he was attacked by like three or four or five people or oh. something like that? that he was ever, fleeing the, something, wasn't he? He was fleeing. Uh, you shot him in the back. His back yeah. was to me. <laughs> uh the weapon uh, his weapons and clothes uh contained blood from four different people um two on the remains of an arrow one on a knife and one on the back of his cloak he was shot in the back with an arrow there's a deep cut in his left hand uh, a wound like this is common uh you know as a defensive wound or sometimes when you stab somebody your, your hand will slip up the blade and you'll cut yourself um you see, he had three large bruises on his body. Um, uh, there's a cut on his right arm. His right zygomatic bone, orbit, and nose were broken. He also suffered uh, from cerebral bleeding. So they no longer think that it hit that the arrow hit his subclavian artery. They think it was from oh. cerebral bleeding. Because if it hit his subclavian, uh, subclavian artery, he would have bled out pretty quick. He, mm. but he, they know now he lasted about up to two days. Oh. <sighs> Oh, do you think he was fleeing these people while he was in those two days? Um, yes, because the the initial wounds on his hand and his face, and uh, um, all the other wounds were starting to heal. the right. The one in the back was was much less healed. Right. So it happened, you know, like almost they think like a day later he got shot in the back. Wow. Oh, poor Otzi. 
Yeah. You, know, you never know. Yeah. He could have been, he could have been a dick, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, been, what'd you do with my daughter? Was she jazz? Yeah. It could have been his own people. We, we can't hear you again. Oh, it's because I muted it. Uh, I said, Jeff, would you try to uh, warn him against the danger? Like once you put him back in his time period. Um, I figured it was, you know, uh, time, time is set. Okay. Okay. So you, you just like put him back probably, and he's. Yeah. Cause then we, cause if he changes his, his, his course of action, then we're missing. So we we never have it. That's yeah. true. But we have some answers. Full, yeah. full mind wipe. Plus he was, full, he, yeah. he was, he was 46. He had terrible arthritis and he had some arsenic poisoning. So he wasn't really long for the world anyways. <laughs> oh, that's why all the tattoos a lot of the tattoos on his body were actually in um in trigger point areas has he got like a chinese one that says soup some of the same (laughs) (laughs) no they were like they were just like a lot of lines along the same uh areas that they'll do acupuncture and stuff now oh wow interesting and what they would do is they'd, they'd poke a lot of holes and or sometimes they would do a cut and then they would take uh um ash and animal fat and they would rub it into the wound and that would take a tattoo. Okay. Yeah. Very, Rob, san- very sanitary. Rob, you're up. Tori, before you bid her farewell, good night. Yeah, what do you serve and what do you say? What do you talk about? Wow. I would definitely give her a Tom Collins. That was that's you're stealing mine. Okay, that's okay. That's that's what I'm giving for the non-drinker. The vibe is like totally Tom Collins. Explain for the non-drinker. It's gin and like lemon. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, casual chat before she fades off into the darkness. You know, to I don't know. She she. It, her energy is someone who, I don't know, you can, she's a, like I, I said earlier, she's a bit of a force of nature, but I think she's also this ebb and flow thing. You know, you can, she comes in, you give her something like a, a Tom Collins, we have a bit of a chat and then she fades into the darkness. And that's how I have always envisioned a conversation with Tori Amos. You know, I would love to, like, I, I have a friend who is a much more obsessed than I am about Tori Amos and waits outside concert halls for her to appear outside the door. And they wait all hours of the night in order for this. I'm too, way too old for that. Um, but um, that's sort of the experience they describe, you know, this, you know, they perform their gigs, they go off. You know, but you know, I'm more into their art and what they do rather than the person. So I see their art in this sort of very ethereal sort of way. And that's how I want to keep it, because I think that's what she wants to portray in her art and her music. And I think because, the mystery. I think before, yeah. for me, because, I, because I'm not a huge, I'm a, like um, James, I'm a, a Tory tourist. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm probably, more than a tourist, thank you. Are you really? I'm on it. Okay, I, I'm on, I have I, signed posters. Okay. Oh wow, that yo, that's that's dedication to me. Right, that, is. that one there is signed right there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's Rob, Rob. Yeah. Oh, so okay, I speak for myself. Then I'm a Tory tourist, so I'd be like Tory. Do you fancy a pickleback? And we'll go clubbing because I, she looks like 
she could be a party girl, like, like behind, like really, really. Oh, right. I could imagine she's a party girl. Yeah, probably back on the for sure. We talk you about her fade. Your heroes, though, and I'm content with that. I'm, yeah. I'm totally okay with not meeting my heroes. When you talk yeah. about her fading into the dark, it's like, does she have a meeting with Lestat? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I guess I'm up now. Uh, so my, I would give him, I would give Marcus Aurelius a Tom Collins because that's pretty much one of the few things that I, I would drink. Uh, and of course it's not terrible to drink either. So he might no, I love like that. It. great drink. Yes. Uh, and I would, first of all, I would make sure he's contextualized the modern world and has some sort of uh view like he's at least read a book or two about what's what's happened since uh his time and uh i would i would ask him for some advice for the modern world what might he tell us as the modern individual to uh make our way through this existence it's too late have fun while you can know <laughs> Smoke this. Not what he would say. You guys Not what he fun. would say. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I'm kind of fishing for the answer. What do you? What do you say that we're fucked? Maybe, maybe he would be like, "I'm out." Yeah. Do do like Otzi. Run for the fucking hills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. That's that's mine. All you right. You need to invade Germania. Oh my ah. god. <laughs> no, no, they're all good. Well, to, good. to the history buffs out there. I, I, where is where does Marcus sit in relationship to Hadrian? Are, like before, after? Where he above? he was. Uh, so you have. He's one of the five good emperors. Uh, first, of which was was Nerva, who only ruled for two years. And of course, we're talking uh, up until the mid, like early to late uh, second century Common okay. Era. And so you have Nerva, Trajan, Hadrian. Antoninus Pius, and then uh, Marcus Aurelius was Antoninus Pius's heir, and oh, so he was uh, after he, he married. So I'm, I'm also really I can trace the lineage through Antoninus Pius as well because Marcus Aurelius married married Antoninus Pius's daughter. Do you mean Antonius? No, this is Antoninus. Antoninus, a different clan, Ooh. different tribe. Yes, just test. <laughs> there you go. All, I've, I've got. I could talk all day about it. This is kind. Of, this is what I get paid for. Yeah, it's anyway, good. This is, oh, yes, yes. Okay, uh, Stu, bring us out with Robin Williams, and then we're done. Okay, so we're gonna. Robin and I, we're both gonna go back to when we were drinking, uh, and because because if I'm, I'm if I'm gonna get fucked up with Robin, I want to get fucked up with Robin because actually, you never know. You might never have actually. Um, tried the other bus and if i if i and i'm, I'm gonna have to just i'm just gonna have to try my best to get Robin oh my in the bed. god i have to just so, just to see okay just to see so i'm gonna where get are Robin. you on the kinsey scale see on the on, on the so, <laughs> so Stu's gonna try to seduce robin williams. i'm gonna try and seduce robin williams um oh. with hit with with his wit i'm not gonna outmatch it <laughs> marcus aurelius may have been seducible Stu. he could have been yes, he, he actually is said to have had a relationship with his, his teacher fronto oh really said to we don't know excellent well, I maybe i'll it. ask about that too and i'll be like it. have yeah. you met my friend Stu? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he does like a bearded chap it's very exactly. 
very Roman. Um, so I'm so about a bit. The drink wise, I'm going to go for with Robin is it's a traditional Italian thing to have at the end of a meal is an espresso with a grappa. A, gr- a grappa. Grappa. It's very strong. Do you know, it's a basically it's fermented what uh, grape skins. Oh, and it's, it's really intense, but it's quite with it when it's because I, I don't really like sweet drinks. I don't, I don't like it. Is lovely. Yeah, it's very hot. Very fiery. I'm gonna try this. Yeah, so you, it's, it's hot. Yeah, you find it and try it. Do so you think Stu should have the the snails and uh, clams talk from Spartacus with Marcus Aurelius? Ooh. Probably well, could do that. He could pull it off. I think so. Well, gentlemen, did any any parting question for any of our guests, um, Jeffrey? I I I'm, I want to have a a cheesecake sampler board with them at the end. Oh yes, and, a cheesecake. Uh, oh, that's cheese- a great idea. What do you like mean? But what's a cheesecake sampler board? Like Just different a, kinds of cheesecake. Yeah, little little tiny squares. Like, you got your New York blueberry chocolate strawberry. Raspberry. I mean, there's you every conceivable. F- incarnation of cheesecake your, your cheesecakes are, are different to our cheesecakes because our cheesecakes aren't baked not some well, of ours aren't either see a lot of the ones here aren't baked either ah. some are some are um and the last question is uh, how did you like your dinner oh i liked my dinner <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah those that was one question if i could for robin was okay. um was is heaven real oh Oh, so you you've yanked him from from wherever? Yeah, you, totally. you did not time yeah. travel. No, so I'm just missing that one. I'm in and out. Yeah, I'm totally. I'm having drunk Robin. I'm having Mrs. You're, Doubtfire Robin. I'm having all sorts of Robin. We're just talking time travel, but you have like the powers of life and death. Look yeah, fuck it. I mean, maybe this <laughs> yeah. is why you're you're going the full frou frou here. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, baby. Like I said, you can ask him how close it, how close it was to his movie. Yeah, oh, weirdly, cool. no, there's, a, there's a video on YouTube, right? There's this guy who, who claims to speak to the dead through uh, one of these, like it's a, a box, yeah. like a, a radio box. And he and he's, he says to have had a conversation with Robin Williams. It's bizarre. And so, and he asks him that question, is it like your movie and what dreams may come? And he says, yes. It's fucking weird. just yes, not no like you know elaboration like except for that one part. Yeah, well, it's just straight up like what dreams may come. Yeah, well, basically, but find find the video and it's um, y- your brain sort of finds a similar Robin voice. It's really odd because it's gonna it's all very muffled and it's all meant to be kind of interpreted through this guy. It's bizarre, but yes, um, speaks to the dead Robin Williams on YouTube somewhere weird uh but he also speaks to jesus as well hey <laughs> of course of my course. afterlife would be closer to wet dreams may come oh, <laughs> is that like like cheech and chong oh wait that's nice dreams never mind <laughs> <laughs> okay okay well gentlemen it's been lovely and uh welcome rob we we love having you hopefully we can do this again sometime in the near future yeah. uh, any parting words of wisdom or uh general airing of grievances gentlemen anything Next Monday in England, I'm going to on Channel Four. I shall be on national television. Hurrah! Cool. Huzzah. Oh, th- that's your episode. That's coming it's on my, my week. It's a week. Aha! Uh, Will you be yes. able to post it somewhere? We'll say like I'll, I'll how, how can we here watch? Can you can you get Channel Four OD in America? No, they no. Can't. Oh, that's so like, well, it's probably blocked anyway. They had a right. 
VPN or something they could probably Jeff does. I tried VPN, but still you have to like pay for wait, wait, wait. Jeff, can you just wise. download it? Can you download procure it with your means after the episode airs? Well, our Mitchie, I don't know. We have to see about that. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. So the, 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 oh yeah, I have my own podcast now as well called the Stu Simpson Show. Yes, yes doing his thing, interviewing Bye. artists. Oh, okay, cool. I, I I might just add, if I could, just say one little thing. Um, like Stu and I are, we have this little group called Big Boys Camp, which um, we do a lot of experimental music and a lot of queer stuff. Uh, for those of you that might be interested, um, we perform once a year. Uh, actually, is it once a year or once every couple of years? Well, it, with pandemics in between. <laughs> with pandemics in between. Yeah, the, the, there's a festival in the UK here that we perform at, and um, it's called uh, the Queer Spirit Festival. I would uh, invite all of you to look into it. And... Um, check us out because we come up with some pretty crazy stuff and it's out there kind of funky stuff so what was the name again what was the name big, again big boys camp okay we, we should link it up like you're, you guys have like stuff on youtube we can put some of that in the uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I upload the video big boys big boys what camp. big boys camp camp as in like Ernest goes to camp yeah oh, exactly camp, yeah. Like campy yes camping, yeah, yeah. Okay. big boys camp Okay. B- BBC one. for short. BBC. <laughs> Big boys can't. See what All we right. did. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for coming along for our delicious dinner time. And uh, our, our, we, we'd like to thank our lovely guests. Uh, uh, thank you, Robin. It was nice to meet you, Robin. Indeed. Indeed. All right, guys. Take it easy. Good to see you again, Stu. Bye. Good to yeah, see you. Yeah, guys. Thanks, thanks so much Rob. for having Good me. Good to you, Rob. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for meeting. Yeah. Bye-bye. Your boat, sir. Hi. Here we go. I'm out. Nope. See. Push. But uh, okay. but I'm in Tennessee right now. Tennessee, just outside Nashville. Tennessee. Lovely. You, you're from Canada now, right? I am. Yes, originally. Yes. Where are you? Where at in Canada? Um, I'm from Toronto, just north, okay. of, just outside of Toronto. Yeah. We we grew up in Michigan, Jeffrey and I did. Okay. So uh, all right. we we often had travels through that area then. So I've been I've been to toronto a few times more than a few times very nice i never went to toronto but i've been in the area yeah okay i've been i've been in niagara more times than i care to remember okay have you ever been to um windsor yeah 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 i I think that's where i yeah let's see that's that's right across the detroit river from detroit yeah yeah i used to play in detroit quite a bit okay yeah so at a place called the Coach and Horses many, many years ago. So anyway. When, when did still, you move to Britain? Uh, I Well, I moved to England about 12 years ago, 13 years ago. 
Okay. Uh, I've been out of Canada for about uh, close to 15 now. Wow. Yeah. You're just like, I'm done, I'm out? Yeah, just change the scene. Yeah, do something different. Well, I want to move. I want to move to England. Yeah, it's nice here. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Yeah, we're both England. Stewart. Hello. Hello. Wow, you're looking fantastic, Rob. Oh, you look fabulous always. Uh, so, Stu, uh, I realized this. Well, I, I've just learned something today. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I can I can barely hear you. How's that? A little Ed. better. A little better. Are you too, uh, are you too far away from your mic? I'm not too sure. Can't hear you, love. You can't hear me. Not very well. It sounds like your your computer mic is trying to pick up, but if you have a real mic, it's not reading your real mic. Try this one. Oh, that's better. That's the winner. That's the winner. Yeah, though, because I've got a new, because I've got a new setup. You see, this is new webcam. Ooh, Hello. I tried, and then my mic wouldn't work. High definition, yeah, bow tie. Bow tie. Oh, you all, you all snazzed cool. up. Jim's I'm, wearing I'm, the hat. I don't. I, I'm ready for dinner. I've, I've come for dinner. Oh, I'm, de- I'm definitely not. I'm, <laughs> I was telling them, uh, Stu. I'm in. I'm. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, right now. So. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, we're on vacation with the, with the fam. Well, I saw that oh. you, you went and met um, uh, Ogle. Ogle, Ogle, yeah, Ogle, 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 yes, Ogle. Apparently, they they like shipped it years and years, like back in like the nineties, and never, no one ever claimed it from the airport, and uh, it just got stuck there. So they stuck in uh. some display case. I still think it'd be really easy to steal, but that's just you know, just me. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. It's, is Come it, on! It's all, you're not recording right now. Nobody knows except for us three. No, no, we're not recording yet. So. <laughs> oh, I'm recording. Oh, oh I'll I'll bust, I'll bust Damn it, Jeff! Damn it, Jeffrey! Damn it, Jeffrey! <laughs> so, how so, do all you know each other? I'm quite curious about this. Oh, 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 Stu, shall you tell him? Should I tell the story? Yes, tell the story. <laughs> and then you can get come back to what you're going to say before. Okay. <laughs> right, Rob, well, basically, I, when I, was, I used to work in a, um, I was going to say a restaurant, <laughs> a shithole, <laughs> a pub, pub in Brampton, uh, and I was and I was uh, James's waiter. That's okay. true. And, and then, but he, he was talking about, like, oh, yeah, I'm a musician, yeah, yeah, and then he played... He actually played uh, a song from my favorite artist while we were sitting there. Oh, I forgot that about was that. really cool. So, like, he gave us like his like the Hadrian's Union, like some flyer you had for a concert coming yeah. up or something. And like, mm-hmm. uh, I think my wife started like talking to you on Facebook or something. Yeah, yeah. like within a matter of hours or yeah. whatever. Well, basically, my, my the chef at the work had been a, a bit of it, body been a dick basically because. <laughs> um, They'd, they'd had their meal, they finished, but and he was like, "I'm finished. I'm, I'm finished my shift. Fuck off! I'm going home." Uh, and I was, I was like, "What a douchebag!" So and um, so I said, "Look, look, 
don't rob the till. There's, there's nobody else working right now, uh, but I can I can go and get you some chocolate. Would you like that? And they were like, yeah, of course. I just popped. Oh, to the that's shop. right. That's and right. I, I got did that t- too. I got some English chocolate for them. <laughs> Again, Stu, Stu was just a cool guy. Just a cool guy. <laughs> so we, we yeah we we've, we've been buds. Of course, Jeff and I we uh, we grew up together. So we go way way back, way back. <laughs> to a, a little tiny town in Michigan. Where, where nothing much happens and all that. We don't even have a grocery store anymore. That's true. There's there's McDonald's though. Hey. <laughs> you've got more, you've got more than my village. Capitalism. That's Shut a- up, dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where is that? Is that your dog, Stu? No, no. That's me. Oh, that's your dog. It's not. It's not my dog. Who's watching Spartacus? Oh, Jackson's still there in Florida. Oh, Jackson stayed. Yeah, ja- Jackson's working, so he's he's making money. Instead. Ah, okay. At least somebody's making money. <laughs> right, right. All right. So, uh, Stu, Rob, what's your guys' story? Wow, I I brought my pineapple. <laughs> I just bring people food. That's what I do. <laughs> How did we meet, Stu? I think I was Hadrian's Union again. Yes, a Hadrian's Union. Yes, you were playing the local pub, weren't you? Mm. Oh, no, or it the, no, it was the coffee shop. No, it was the pub failed to yeah. produce um, opportunities, I would say, for you to play. And mm. then um, by chance, you played a coffee shop across the street, and that's where I caught you. Yeah. And we became friends. We were so um, off I, straight away. I went up and talked to Stu afterwards, and we just started chatting and uh, found out he also was a friend of Dorothy's. And then. Um, the rest is history. Very nice. Very nice. Well, <laughs> gentlemen, I'm going to go and... Sh- is, is that a reference to um, my fellow Americans? That's um, that's actually Polari. That's, um, it's um, basically a, a secret language in the 60s that gay people used to communicate with each other. And to refer to someone else as gay, they would say they're a friend of Dorothy. Friend of Dorothy. Like from the Wither- Wizard of Oz. Well, um, in that movie, because, is it because gay people love Judy Garland? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that movie, they're, they're, um, they end up in a gay pride parade, and there's a, a, a whole uh, marching band uh, dressed, dressed as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. That's cool. going to be a nightmare for Jeff to um, edit that dog. <laughs> We're not going yet. It's because my, my my girls keep going in and out the door here. Are you are you in or are you out? Are you coming in? Well, Rob and I have been out for years. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. My partner just last night. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> so how do you feel? Rob was a bit nervous before. Are you feeling a little bit more chilled now, Rob? Nervous, yeah. I, yeah. You're right. It's because these guys are really cool. They're, it's it's it, really, it, this it, is super cool. Oh my! I just I cooked this huge meal because I thought we were doing some sort of. Thing. <laughs> you did I did not. Did you really? I hadn't a clue what was happening. I really didn't. <laughs> so. Did you actually cook it? I did. Yes. Oh my but god! That, that's okay. I'll be eating it all week. It's lovely. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's okay. Appetizers and all. Wow. I've just had I've just had breakfast for tea. Oh, nice. also we've rarely been accused of being cool. Yeah, I I get called cool all the time. Oh, I mean, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> I'm wearing a smoking hat and a bow tie. What the fuck do I know about cool? <laughs> That's right. I'm wearing my tears for she- tears for fear shirt. That makes me cool. Wait, didn't yeah. one of the doctors say bow ties are cool? Uh, Matt, True. Matt Smith. Matt yeah. Smith. Bow ties yeah, are cool. Bow ties are cool. Except I'm wearing curtains. Rob and I have a, a mutual acquaintance uh, who basically started slagging off bow ties on Facebook and while Rob was wearing a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm not having any of this. <laughs> I don't know what the hell, man. Bow, bow ties are cool. Bow ties yeah. are cool. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, are you ready to get going on this? Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm hoping it like we won't have our big, like our the last couple times, I think it's been like a two hour shindig, but yeah, I'm hoping to like be done within an hour and then like we're supposed to go eat dinner or something like that. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Are you, are you going to do our count in, Jeffrey? In three, two, one. <clears throat>